right, welcome to season five of Inside My Canoe Head. This is a Canadian podcast that's all about the integration of leading an incredible, awesome life, individual responsibility, individual emergency preparedness, and how do we navigate life's incredible, wild disruptions that we see among us. Sit back, grab a beverage. And enjoy the episodes. All right, welcome back to the Ottawa Studios Inside My Canoe Head. This week, it's all about coffee. We love coffee. We drink coffee. We lay in bed in the morning waiting to get up, dreaming about our cup of coffee. And what is the relationship between coffee and emergency preparedness? You might ask, well, pour yourself a cup of coffee. Let's get at it. All right, we start off this week by thanking once again everybody who continues to put in some wonderful suggestions about episodes and ideas that you think we should talk about here on Inside My Canoe Head. Thank you for the increased frequency over at the website at www.insidemycanoehead.ca. I appreciate all of the effort that uh, all of you're putting in to support this channel, to tell us what you want to hear, and to tell us when you don't like what you hear, which I think is interesting and just as important as the, any accolades that may come my way. So, very much important in today's world is preparedness. Obviously, that's why we're here. 2020s, as we've discussed before, are going to be a disruptive, to be polite decade. And if you consider that, you know, as we've said before, uh, about every 70 or 80 years, humanity goes through a reorganizational cycle of leadership of nation states and tribes who at that time will insert themselves, fight their way to the top, however you want to phrase it, and then they'll run and organize the world for large part for the next 70 or 80 years. Humanity's been doing this probably for a millennia, but definitely in recorded history since the 1400s in the Dutch. So 2020s is going to be an exceptionally disruptive decade. What it totally entails, I don't think any of us are arrogant enough to think that we understand all of that. But knowing that preparedness is very, very important and considering that coffee we love very much is the third most traded commodity behind oil, which is the second most, and your personal data, which is the most traded and valuable commodity on the face of this earth, we thought today that I'd sit back and talk about how your choice of methodology to make your cup of coffee might be somewhat related to your methodology for attacking and discussing and considering preparedness. So here we go. I mean, come on, let's be frank. For all of the uh, military folks out there, you don't operate unless you have coffee. Uh, for the entrepreneurs, you remain fueled. You need to remain fueled right until the 20th hour. I mean, for the emergency manager out there, your ability to focus on the status board is directly correlated to your ability to take in caffeine. And the young parents, <laughs> I mean, we're all young parents at one point. When you're a young parent, um, you function just above the screw it level, knowing the coffee won't yell, scream, curse, poop, or otherwise ruin your three minutes of calm as you hold that beverage. So there are many ways to prepare coffee, each with a different time, money, and process investment. The outcome looks similar, 
largely has a somewhat familiar aroma, but one sip and you'll be fully aware of the different product quality. So preparedness is no different. You can invest or seek a quick remedy to the problem, but generally effort equals outcome. Is it transformational thinking or online acquisition that leads your preparedness decision-making? There are many pathways to a prepared life, not dissimilar from your morning cup of coffee. So let's explore the options as they exist. And number one, one that I've, you know, used many times in my life, instant coffee. I mean, instant coffee is freeze dried and it lasts forever. It is the most frugal option for acquiring coffee and it tastes just as such. It is bold. It is bitter. An aroma that is unquestionably bad. However, it is quick, requires little to no external planning, equipment, process, or education. You simply add boiled water, even cold water if you wish, and you'll meet the minimum acceptable standard of a caffeine intake and you'll hate the outcome. You know, in preparedness, there's a system that's not much different from that. You can find a myriad of preparedness kits online designed to meet your family size for 72 hours or 14 days, whichever you prefer. Simply provide your credit card shipping information, and this magical solution will arrive in days. I mean, literature and evidence and everything that we know about emergency preparedness tells us that no one group of humans has ever experienced a better outcome from a disaster as a result of acquiring or utilizing a prepackaged preparedness kit, like ever, nowhere. These provide you with the feeling of being prepared until you actually need to use them. Very much like instant coffee, the pre-packaged preparedness kit is easy, simple to acquire, requires no education or thought, but provides a bitter taste and a bad aroma when you actually attempt to use it. Now, if you want to be a little bit more sophisticated, and I put myself in this category, you have a pod coffee machine. You know, whether you're a Keurig or Nespresso nerd, it is a remarkable diversity, the available coffee flavors, all acquiring one simple device. Only additional thought is you have to make is your machine selection. Are you team uh, Keurig, team Nespresso? Not much different than your choice between team Apple or team Google. And peruse the available flavor options. Order or just pick up at your grocery store as you're grabbing your pasta and whatever else you grab at the grocery store. It's quick. It's often the same time frame to make as a cup of instant. A slight bit of additional education, but it's not a huge reach. And the quality is just that little bit much better than some instant coffee. Well, preparedness, well, you know, we're not much different from that. When we look at preparedness literature, it's wildly available from your municipal site to a myriad of experts on social media and some really incredible podcasters. There's a number of options to provide you as a guide to your planning of preparedness, downloadable forms, PDF form fillers, checklists. They're all out there and they're all available. Little thought is required. Simply follow the instructions, do as you're told, and you have a created preparedness plan. I mean, you've gone through the effort of choosing the author. You've either gone with a bold, nut-crazy psychopath 
or a municipal emergency manager or something in between, uh, not dissimilar from your coffee machine selection, and you've just accepted the outcome. You've completed the program and you've sat with your coffee, feeling prepared and ready for life's disruptions. I mean, the outcome of adopting a predetermined preparedness plan from the internet is less than ideal. It likely doesn't fit your family's needs. It's neutral to at best on your local hazard profile and by design intentionally, it's vague. You'll be left wanting and wondering what could have been never certain where your selection is best, much like a pod cup of coffee. You'll be leaving, is there better out there? There are so many options. Could I have done better in my cup of coffee? And now we get to your time-tested generational system, your pour-over. You appreciate a good cup of coffee, understanding that it requires a series of educated choices from your choice of filter. Is it bamboo, paper, reusable to the ground coffee selection is it a store label an international is it a private you know veterans label or something you support online you might even consider the methodology behind grinding the coffee how you grind it is it automatic or hand ground the age of the bean the coarse or fine grinding schedule or have you considered the roasting schedule how long ago was it roasted the type of roasting there are a few methods available to provide a more diverse selection of options with an equally broad potential outcome you've likely honed your coffee creation over time and experience you value quality outcomes and you're willing to invest the time to learn to practice and focus to create a wonderful cup of goodness you love your coffee pour over coffee requires you to be present aware and actively participating in the creation beyond boiling water there is little to no automation so when we look at preparedness researching preparedness and understanding the constituent parts to creating a preparedness plan is an investment in time and effort to understand your family their needs to research and become aware of your location's unique hazard profile to create an evacuation plan that has a destination pre-arranged and secured to educate yourself on your exposure to critical infrastructure and implications of short to medium term loss. All of these elements facilitate the construction of a preparedness plan. You invest significant time, research, you ask questions, you seek advice and guidance, you read literature and remain aware of your local emergency management team and their plans, processes and intent. This is a living process, consistently researching, learning, experimenting, failing, and returning to trusted processes. A pour-over coffee drinker is focused on the best possible outcome and never assumes they've reached the pinnacle of their pursuit. Pour-over coffee lovers, you know who you are, and you very much are dedicated to your task at hand. Now, let me tell you, there, there's an alternate group here and we can't remember them. Let's call them the freaks. 
Among us are coffee lovers, people like you and I, are the statistical outliers, those with so very specific requirements that a substantial investment both in research and money is required. These are your barista-enabled connoisseurs that only that have these weird one-off, one-only concoctions as acceptable, and DeLonghi or Jura Giga owners. These people, I mean, you require access to a Starbucks or an equivalent to make that perfect cup of joe, or you've purchased a $1,500 to $20,000 home system. There is no known explanation for your choice. You simply rock your world and scoff at us minions who do not understand. You are the lone wolf of preparedness the survivalists, the folks upon which movies are based. Preparedness on a nuclear scale is rare, but present. You might be someone has, who has indeed built a shelter in their basement, is actually capable of complete time immemorial self-sufficiency, and is prepared to survive, uh, to ensure survival, irrespective of the actions of mankind. I mean, you, there are freaks of nature out there. We want to cross them, and you hear them in the, uh, you hear them at Starbucks. And if you're ever in line there, and you listen to people who have one of those weird concocted three and a half minute long orders, you're like, number one, that sounds incredible. Number two, how did you ever figure out that those combinations of six things made your preferred drink? Um, and how do you survive if this place shuts down? Uh, but I mean. Taking the references for all your different types of way of coffee, I mean, the choice about this is a prepared life. When you, wherever you sit on your coffee spectrum, from instant to freak, it may be correlated to your preparedness. Whether you're looking for or have adopted a quick fix, pursuing the aisles for choices, or you completed the necessary research, I mean, everybody looks at it with a different level of effort. We're not talking financial investment other than the freaks. We're talking effort is directly correlated to your actual not perceived preparedness level. And I think this is an important part to highlight. Research clearly indicates that a significant difference exists between an individual's thoughts on their preparedness level and their actual ability to navigate disruptions in normal operations. It's the perception gap that exists uh, and it's, you know, it's a struggle through most of our lives. It's from, it, it's difference between perceived and actual, our ability to play a sport, you know, to pass a competency exam, to understand and argue about the economic systems that are currently present in our nations, in our nation or, or, or the problems that we face, you know, moving to a prepared life is correlated to your investment of time, research and trial. You know, it's a quality of your coffee. It's a choice you make. And like all of us, you live with the consequences. I, I have a friend who is a fabulous, unquestionable addict of instant coffee. He knows it's bold, bitter, and disgusting, but he gets his instant coffee at the most frugal way, any way he wants. It never goes bad. And quite literally, he never runs out because he's never competing with many people in the grocery store. But wrapping this together, we're talking about adopting preparedness within your life. 
You know, when, whenever we're faced with a need, whether it's coffee or preparedness plan, you have options, right? You have a quick fix, which provides you with something, but results in a bitter outcome. You can have a mild investment to secure a consistent outcome, which is likely result in an outcome that is probably less desirable than overall expected, but at least it may meet the minimum acceptable standards. A thoughtful process of defining your needs, wants, and being present and active throughout will result in a quality product on which you continue to research and refine to create a better product. Call it a living experiment, right? It's an ongoing thing. Now, it doesn't become so exhaustive that it overpowers your life. You're not want, you don't want to become one of these people who consistently are always in knee-deep in their preparedness plan, and they're always watching everything that happens in the world and considering their preparedness plan. They're, they're just crazy in that case. You don't want this to encompass and overwhelm your life because um, you don't want to become an outlier, a freak of nature and go nuclear with an outcome that is more predictable and certain. Um, though, if you do that, you're likely to be alone and wearing a tinfoil hat. I mean, you're going to... Ex- you're going to excommunicate yourself from society. None of us really want to do that. We want to rock an incredible life. We want to chase our dreams, but we want to do it by adopting preparedness. So, I mean, all these options are open to you with an investment of time, research, thought, and consideration that a great cup of coffee considers. While you contemplate your rock-solid individual preparedness plan, And I would argue then and only then have you begun to transition to a prepared life. Because remember, adopting a preparedness lifestyle is transformational thinking. And it's a first and foremost, and that's when I talk about uh, the book that I'm writing right now, uh, my frugal book that is going to be going to my wonderful editor probably in a month or so. Um, It starts off with chapter one is about adopting a prepared life. It's about your mindset. It has nothing to do with stockpiles whatsoever. It's about understanding that you need to set the appropriate mindset if you're going to take responsibility for your own outcomes, if you're going to adopt a preparedness lifestyle, if you're going to frame your decisions in life through that lens, you need to first adopt and accept transformational thinking. And that's why chapter one in my upcoming book is just that. It's all about that. Before we get into anything related to preparedness itself and initiative skills, etc., it is all about you understanding it. Because again, the most important question in emergency preparedness is who is responsible for your outcomes? And if your answer to that is not you and you're reliant on the state to rescue you in some time of an emergency, irrespective of whether it's a mild to considerable disruption, you've set yourself up for failure. Um, and, and transferring that responsibility to somebody else, even if it's not the state, to some other human being, again, sets you up to be grossly disappointed in your time of need. So hopefully this uh, quick conversation on preparedness and coffee put a bit of a smile on your face. Uh, I don't know where you fall, whether you are a pour-over individual, you're a freak, You like simple and accurate pod coffee, or you're just one of those frugal, simple folks who loves a cup of instant coffee. It doesn't matter. But the point being is, is how you approach your preparedness plan looks probably a lot like how you approach other things in life. Are you after the quick and dirty solution, or are you willing to invest the time, effort, and research it requires to get the best 
possible outcome that you can. So thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us this week on Inside My Canoe Head. Uh, We're going to continue up these episodes on this subject. We are going to launch season six in the new year after a short pause in the coming holiday season. Um, so keep your ear to the ground. We've got a couple of more in this series, and then we're going to launch something pretty incredible in January. So thank you very much. Drop by our website at www.insidemycanoehead.ca. Drop by the buy me a coffee link and buy me a coffee if you appreciate what you hear here. Take care, stay safe, and enjoy the coming season.